Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 495. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about 11 bad habits that keep you from reaching your financial goals. And I thought this would be a good time of the year as we come into year end to talk about these things because very often I'm talking about the positive things you can do or the actions you can take, but we're going to talk about the things that you also don't want to do, the things that might be keeping you from achieving your goals. So the first bad habit that's keeping you from achieving your financial goals is not saving enough. Now I know it's not always easy to save and the best tried and true method that I know of saving money is to pay yourself first. That means that whatever income you have, whatever paycheck you have, you take money from that and automatically put it into a savings account and therefore, voila, you've saved that amount of money. So whether that's 15% or 20%, or 5%, whatever that amount is, have it automatically deducted out of your income and chances are you won't even miss it. Now in my book, You're Already a Wealth Heiress, I talked about having 20% being a savings goal. And the reason for that is step number two to wealth is save a nest egg. So if you're going to create financial independence and financial freedom for yourself, one of the most important steps is to save money because that is the capital that you're going to use to invest in compound later on that's going to generate your wealth. So one of the very important fundamentals of all things that you can do is step two, save a nest egg. So make that automatic, pay yourself first, and try to get that to 20%. Now, if you're not able to do 20% savings, and I understand there's a lot of reasons why that may not be possible, do as much as you can. And don't worry about being a perfectionist. Things that are good enough are often good enough. Another bad habit is not participating in your 401k if that's offered through work or an IRA if that's not an option at work. If you have the ability to contribute to a 401k and you have some matching from your employer, that's free money that you don't want to leave on the table. And yet many people don't participate in their 401k plans that match at work. And the reason they're matching, the reason they're giving you free money is to give you incentive to put your money into the plan. You definitely want to take advantage of free money that's offered to you and participate in your 401k. Now, if a 401k isn't an option for you, then you want to contribute to either a Roth IRA or if you make too much money to qualify for a Roth IRA, then a traditional IRA. But you want to be participating early on, as young as you can, pretty much, into one of those retirement plans because that's going to make your retirement funding the cheapest. 
it's going to make it the easiest. It's going to make it happen most painlessly because you have time and compounding on your side to really grow whatever money you put into these retirement plans to have them grow into your healthy retirement. And I just talked about getting a million dollars into your retirement plan, which is becoming more and more common. So you wanna be one of those retirement plan millionaires. And to do that, you're gonna have to make regular contributions. So make sure you're participating in a 401k or an IRA. Number three, a bad habit that keeps you from reaching your financial goals, not spending less than you earn. So now we're talking about the spending side and to not pay attention to how much you're actually earning and just going out to buy whatever you want is a habit that will eventually catch up with you and it will do so in the form of debt accumulation. So you wanna be very conscious that you're not spending more than you earn. Number four is related to that, not paying off your credit card debt and carrying balances. So every month you wanna pay off your credit card. If you're using cards, that will allow you to get points for free travel and free air flights and things like that, which I love to enjoy and I do that every month. But I always pay off my cards and that's the trap that people get into is leaving a balance on their cards where the companies can charge you exorbitant amounts of interest. So you don't wanna get into that habit. You want to definitely pay off your cards every month. And if you are carrying a credit card balance, listen to my Debt Diamond podcast, which talks about how to pay off your debt and in what order so that you actually are improving your FICO score while you're paying off your debt. Number five, Another bad habit is buying new cars. And by new cars, I mean cars that are on the dealer lot. Because as soon as you drive them off the dealer lot, they're worth less. You've already lost money on it. And if you went to sell it the next day after driving it off the dealer lot, you couldn't get what you paid for it. So it's already gone down in value. And the longer that you keep a new car, the more it's going to depreciate. So the smarter thing to do is buy your cars a few years old. Buy them with low miles, a couple, two, three years old, and that way the depreciation has already taken place to a great degree, and that's not coming from your pocket and your net worth. Number six, another bad habit is moving frequently. If you're buying and selling homes all the time, you're paying a lot in real estate commissions, loan points, costs to remodel your property, moving costs to movers. There's all kinds of expenses that go into moving and you're starting your compounding process all over again if you have a brand new loan. You're starting that 30 year or 15 year loan period all over again. So the best thing to do when you buy a home is to stay put. And that was one of the things that was documented in the Habits of Millionaires was that they don't move very often. Just staying put in your home is the best financial decision that you can usually make. Number seven, another bad habit that keeps you from reaching your financial goals is paying full price for everything. Not waiting for it to go on sale, not finding a creative way to buy it less expensively, There are always ways to get what you want at a lower price. 
And I always say you can have whatever you want, just buy it at the right price. So whether it is jewelry that typically isn't discounted in a store, I've always found ways to buy it for less. I've found ways to buy other things that typically don't go on sale. You can buy them on consignment. You can buy them at auction. There's all different ways to buy even brands that never go on sale. So you might have to get a little creative, but definitely be a good sale shopper and be someone who follows sales and buys things at a discount because millionaires really don't like to pay full price. It's not a bad thing to wanna to buy on sale or to get a good deal. That's how millionaires think. They value their money a lot and they value keeping it. And so they want to get a good deal. So when you're shopping, make sure that you're not paying full price for everything. In fact, with clothing, it's really interesting. I found the best months to buy clothes are in February and July because they're typically clearing things out after Christmas. They're clearing things out during the summer to bring in new Christmas items and it can really be a great time to buy your clothes. So check that out. Sometimes it's just the time of year that you buy as well. Number eight, another bad habit that keeps you from reaching your financial goals is buying adult toy vehicles. So what I mean by that are the jet skis or the motorcycles or the mobile homes, the RVs, the three wheelers. I don't know all the names for these things, but when I see a garage full of those things, usually I know that the person's net worth is probably suffering because rather than go into investments, that money has gone into these toys, if you will. And those toys tend to depreciate, be worth less, and cost money to insure and to fix, repair, to put gas in, all of those things. And so not only are they depreciating, but they also are costing you money. And so it's a double whammy when your garage is full of those things. So make sure to stay away from those kinds of things and rent them. If you want a boat, rent it for the weekend or rent it for the week or the month. That's a lot more effective than letting it sit in moorage and not using it, which I have to say, every time I go by a yacht harbor, all the boats are in the harbor. So when are these people out using their boats that they're paying for? I really don't know because they're always there. So make sure that you are not buying a lot of these toys. Number nine, the bad habit is collecting designer clothes. So women, I'm talking more to you on this one, perhaps, but Sometimes those high-priced handbags can become a collectible thing for women and they want this brand or that brand and then they get them and they don't ever use them and they sit in their closet. Well, that's two, three, five thousand dollars $5,000, sometimes $10,000 that people have invested in these things that could actually be working harder for you. There are television shows such as The Real Housewives where these women have these fantastic sized closets the size of a master bedroom and they're full of clothing and shoes and all kinds of things that could be five figures, six figures. And all I can think about is the opportunity cost of what's in that closet. I think about, gosh, if that money had been invested instead at an eight or 10% average annual return, every $10,000 handbag in that closet would grow to, I think it's $174,000 over 30 years. 
So that is a tremendous opportunity cost for any $10,000 purchase that you make, whether it's a handbag or whether it's sports equipment or some sort of recreational vehicle, whatever it is, every $10,000 that you can invest at 10% over 30 years will be $174,000. So that's just something to be aware of that you have that potential to invest the money instead and grow it for your future wealth. And so that's something you wanna be aware of and conscious of and not let it become a habit. The 10th habit that keeps you from reaching your financial goals is by leaving your student debt around. So sometimes student debt takes some time to pay off and I understand that. And sometimes it's at a low interest rate and you might feel like, eh, there's no real rush to pay that off. And that's somewhat true in the sense that a low interest rate is gonna take a long time to double. We have the rule of 72 where the interest rate times the number of years that equals 72 is when your money will double. So if your student loans were at 2%, it would take 36 years for them to double, which is a long time. But still, I think you need to pay those off, pay them down, and just get rid of that excess debt. So just be conscious of getting rid of your student debt and not letting it get out of control. And number 11, the 11th bad habit that keeps you from reaching your financial goals is not looking for additional streams of income. Another thing that I think is very easy for a lot of people is renting out your home while you're on vacation or if you can move to another location for a period of time or if you have a spare bedroom to rent out. But these are things that are more and more becoming very common and people are generating nice streams of income from. I have a friend who rents out a beach house and generates about $30,000 a year through renting out that beach house. And it is going, it goes very smoothly. It's not something that requires a lot of work on her part. And it's a nice income source and tax deduction too. So these are things that I think you can look for in the future to be something on everyone's radar screen, something that just about everybody's going to do. And using these methods of vacationing at other people's homes and using the whole concept of traveling to other homes rather than staying in hotels, it has become very popular. So think about that as a source of income generation for yourself, because that might possibly be something that could bring you extra income, help you pay down debt, put more money into your investments or your 401k or your IRA and help you grow that account so that you can be financially independent and have the financial freedom that you want. If you haven't yet entered the holiday sizzle contest, it's still going. Until January 1st, you have 25 potential prizes to win. So your chances of winning are really, really good. All you need to do is do a podcast review. Your name's entered into the hat twice. If you have read You're Already a Wealth Heiress and you got that somewhere other than Amazon and left a review for it on Amazon, that's called a non-verified purchase it still will generate your name in the hat three times. If you bought your Already a Wealth Heiress on Amazon, it shows up as a verified purchase and that will get your name in the hat five times. And if you do both a podcast review 
and either kind of review on Amazon for the book, you'll get your name in the hat 10 times. So your chances of winning are really great. What can you win? Well, you can win my Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audios worth $197. You can win copies of my book, You're Already a Wealth Heiress, that I will personalize for you. And you can win a wealth mentoring session with me for half an hour, valued at $500. And I only do that during these giveaways now. So again, all I need is a review on the podcast or a review on Amazon. And I appreciate that so, so much. And we will name the winners on January 1st. If you haven't already connected with me on Instagram, go on over to Instagram.com for your daily money tips. We're having a lot of fun over there. People are loving the content. Little tips, tricks, things to know about money, wealth building, investing, all kinds of topics. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.